the meeting uh, order of the regulation and administrative procedures uh, subcommittee of the of education subcommittee and at this time I'd like to call on representative George for prayer please thank you mr. chairman um, we pause today to say thanks for our many blessings in life dear God and we ask for you to touch this meeting and and touch us and give us the strength and courage to make the decisions that are best for all the people of South Carolina we live in a great state we're blessed with so many benefits and again we are just thankful for our many blessings and forgive us of our sins in the name of Jesus Christ our Savior amen uh, at this time I'd like to welcome all of our guests and, and folks that are here in attendance today we're mighty glad to have you with us I do apologize to you for getting started late this morning uh, we had word that one of our committee members uh, was on his way down and we was trying to give him time to get here I uh, would also like to remind you that anyone who's wishing to speak uh, today on any of the subjects um, to please sign up if you have not done so already, anyone from any of the departments or uh, as well as any of our citizens. So if you've not done that, uh, please do that at this time. Um, at this time, uh, we'll begin taking testimony. And the first item that we have is document 4586, that's dealing with special education and education of students with disabilities. I believe that there is someone here from the State Department, uh, John R. Payne, that wishes to speak to this. Mr. Payne, welcome, and please um, supply your testimony to us at this time. I'm John Payne, I'm the Director of Special Ed at the Department, and this is our proposed amendments to this uh, 43243. This regulation basically um, is how we enumerate the federal requirements of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. Uh, you'll notice if you look at the, the vast majority of this is, is just st simply stricken through. Uh, when this regulation first came into being, it was a nice copy and paste of the full federal regulations, which are fairly expansive. So. What we propose to do in this instance is to delete all the duplicative and redundant language in this regulation and instead promote one broad statement to say that we follow the, follow the federal law and federal regulations under IDEA and then outline what's specific or unique for South Carolina that may be different in other states or unique for us to talk about then the third section which is the piece about how the department as the recipient of the federal grant funds is responsible for overseeing how those monies go to a to school district to ensure children with disabilities get the appropriate services. And then we conclude with a short section uh, about how uh, we asked for the State Board to continue giving the department the ability to promote or promulgate uh, policies and procedures as they change. Uh, this is beneficial because one, it certainly cuts down on the amount of information that's here, it's duplicative. Uh, it allows folks to be able to know what the federal requirements are, but then be able to go right to the state, this five pages that we're promoting, uh, and see what's maybe different or unique for South Carolina. Uh, and then as the federal regulations change, which they oftentimes do, by having that broad statement that we start out to say that we follow the federal regulations, it doesn't require us to take any more of our time or taxpayer dollars to have to go through the process of this revision. Okay. Thank you. Um Members, are there any questions? 
No questions. Um, now, there is uh, one small change. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was in that one. Okay. So if uh, there's no other testimony, do I have a motion to withdraw and resubmit this document to make the technical changes with recommendations to the full committee that it be approved? Do I have a motion? Motion okay. to approve, Mr. Chairman. George, uh, do I have a second? Okay, thank you. Um, all those in favor, raise your right hand. Any opposed, like sign? Thank you. Thanks, thank sir. you for your testimony, sir. Next on the agenda is document number 4593, which is the program approval standards for South Carolina teacher education institutions. Uh, someone from the department is here to speak on 4593. Uh, Rachel Burns. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Good morning. The proposed changes we're looking to make in 4390 look to to modify the language that's currently in the regulation. 4390 governs the accreditation of our teacher education programs in South Carolina. The previous body was NCATE, which was the National Council for the Accreditation of Teacher Education. That body has merged with another teacher education accrediting body to form CAPE, which is the Council for the Accreditation of Education um, Preparation. That currently is the only accrediting body for teacher education programs nationally. In the past, 4390 specifically named NK. What we're looking to do is just remove the name of the accrediting body. Should another body come in that would compete with CAPE, if that suits the needs of our education preparation providers better, then we would have the option to form a partnership with that body instead of CAPE. But right now, CAPE is all we have. Thank you. That's it. Uh, any questions? Mr. George. Is it, is it my understanding that CAPE is used now by all southern states, southeastern states, and it's the only All states. All it's, states. It's national. It's the national. only accrediting body nationwide for education preparation programs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that very similar to the NK? It's, it's similar <clears throat> in process that every seven years uh, an education preparation program is reviewed and reaccredited, um, but the standards have changed. And they're, they're more rigorous, actually, than they were with NCATE, um, and they're looking at program impact, teacher effectiveness, and really shifting the culture of educator preparation. Uh, before, NCATE was very input-driven and looked at the story of an institution and a provider, um, and as long as they met those standards. And so this is now much more evidence-based and, and data-driven. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, any other questions? Uh, at this time, I will entertain a motion uh, to send to full committee with either approval or disapproval. Do I have a motion, please? The motion's made, Mr. Chairman, to approve. Thank you. A second? Uh, all those in favor, raise your right hand. Any opposed? Like sign. Passes unanimously. Thank you. Thank you. Now we have document number 4603, which is an alignment of assessment and accountability elements with No Child Left Behind Act. I believe someone is here from DHEC uh, to speak. Department of Education. Okay, Department of Education to, to 
Um, and we have Kathy Hazelwood. Kathy, mm -hmm. thank, thank you. you for being with us this morning. Um, in line with uh, what the previous speakers have said, this uh, regulation simply removes the title No Child Left Behind and substitutes that, that the department will comply with whatever federal accountability the U.S. Um, Education Department determines, hands down. And again, it's to simplify so we don't come back. Um, it was ESEA, then it was No Child Left Behind, now it's ESSA. So this will simply say we'll comply with federal accountability. And we should not have to return the next time they decide to call it something else. Okay, totally understand. Um, any questions from any of the members? Okay, at this time I'll entertain a motion to send a full committee approval. Uh, for approval. Mr. Lyon, a second. Okay, all those in favor, raise your right hand. Any opposed like sign, passes unanimously. Last, we have document 4606 regarding test security. I believe someone from the Department of Education is here. Uh, Kathy, good to see you back again. <laughs> um, 4606, 43-100 um, is a um, section of our regulations in which a teacher's certification could be compromised under test security, various test security issues. And in this case, in an attempt to protect teachers in light of last year's testing opt-out movement, we have noted in the, in the regulation that opting out if a student were to opt out, that would not compromise, um, would not lead to discipline of the teacher and thus compromise their certification. So if a, if a student decides to opt out, that does not impact the teacher's certification. Okay. Because that could, I mean, that the way um, 100 was written, um, if you exempt from an assessment a student, well, if a student chooses to self-exempt, we don't want a teacher to be blamed for that. We don't want a teacher to be punished for a student self-selecting, um, opting out. So this is, is solely the decision made by the student? By the student or the student and his parents, absolutely. Um, because if a teacher were to tell a student, don't take the test, don't come tomorrow, don't, we, you don't need to take this test, that that's teacher's certification should be compromised at that okay. point. But this is a student deciding not to take the test. Okay. Thank you. Any questions? Mr. George. Yeah, I'm new, new, new to all this. Does is, is this have any reference to, I know in the House this past session we discussed the test for graduation it was not is this this doesn't no sir there is any, no longer a test for graduate uh, uh, an exit exam exit exam. Ex exam no longer exists no longer exists so this, this is this really came about because of the 11th grade college and career readiness assessment which okay. was last year the act which is not mandatory it is mandatory it is mandatory okay for 11th graders okay and arrested Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. 
Mr. George, any other questions? Uh, Mr. Chairman, I don't have a question. Concern, a concern about uh, homeschoolers. Uh, <clears throat> if homeschoolers are schooled home at home early age and then decide to go into the public school sector, have you have do you have any kind of uh, report how they fare with test taking when they go through? Uh, the public schools, maybe eighth and ninth grade? I am unaware of one, but I could certainly um, check on that when I get back there's to the nothing, office, but I don't know. There's nothing to stop it because it's a choice, and uh, we we understand that. But, uh, but I just want to measure this because what happens later on when that child has to meet the real world and not prepared for a lot of things that might happen at home as encouragement somewhere down the line to the educational uh, arena that we do both or, or do a, a lot of public or private schools that will help that child because uh, I've seen some in my profession that just have not performed well and I'm, I'm just concerned about it. That's just a comment. Thank you Mr. Hosey. Um, there's no further questions. At this time, I would uh, entertain a motion to withdraw and resubmit this document to make the technical changes uh, with recommendation to the full committee that it be approved. Do I have a motion? Motion's made. Second. Second. All those in favor, let it know by raising your right hand. Any opposed like sign? Passage unanimously. There was one other document that I had skipped over there, and we're going to skip back to it, and that's document 4605, dealing with district and school planning, uh, will now be discussed. And Darlene Previtt? Previtt. Previtt. Yes, sir. Uh, is here uh, with South Carolina <coughs> Department of Education. Thank you, Darlene, for being with us this Thank morning. Thank you. Um, this regulation governs the district's um, strategic and school renewal planning for every school and district in the state. The, um, what we've changed in that is that most of the time with advanced ed or any accrediting body that a school may be associated with besides the accreditation in, in the state, um, we want to be able to merge those plans and instead of coming before the board and asking for a waiver to delay where they can catch up with the plan or um, we want to make sure that they're able to do that. So that language is in here. And the last part of the language um, is to waive any regulation that the state board, once um, schools or districts have come and asked for a certain waiver, I will say 1,500 minutes for a high school teacher, um, they, they want them to be able to teach more. Once that comes into play, we want to be able to say, okay, we want to be able to waive that the State Department and give a list to the um, State Board on which regulations are just routinely waived. Okay. See any questions? No questions uh, from the committee. Uh, do I have a motion to withdraw and resubmit this document to make the technical changes with recommendations to the full committee for approval? So moved. Second. All those in favor, let it be known by raising the right hand. Any opposed like sign passes unanimously. And therefore, with Thank no you. further business being before this committee, this committee is now adjourned.